Hello and welcome to the Virgin River Visitor Center. I'm Caroline Dill. And I'm Liz Mitchell. And we are your guides to this charming, small, yet fictional town of Netflix's Virgin River. At the Virgin River Visitor Center, we will help you learn everything you need to know. Whether you want to know where to go for a late night bite, Jack's Bar, or who is new in town and already stirring up drama, the new nurse Mel, or you just want to know the local gossip. So pack your bags and your practical footwear. We're going to Virgin River.
Denny seems to be up to no good while Lizzie struggles with telling Doc what she found in his stuff. Spirits are high at the ceremony, but Jack is nowhere to be found. At the end, Mel breaks down, worried sick about Jack, and in the final moments, Preacher arrives, and he can't find Jack either. Dun, 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 dun. Jack is going on a journey this episode. He really is, and Mel is being extra. I... I will give her like a couple benefits of the doubt because she is probably a little bit hormonal because she is, you know, pregnant. But fair. I'm giving her like two points in her category. That's it. Yeah. She needs to chill out. We do learn that Mel likes to change the bedding whenever she's stressed. And she's been doing that since she was a child. Weird. But, you know, we all do weird things when we're stressed. Yes. I'm just trying to remember, did I, like, when did I make my bed as a kid, though? I don't know. Maybe that was the one thing she could control in her life. You one time stress made egos at, like, 3 a.m. and then sent all of it to me on Snapchat, so. I'm just saying, what child? Because, like, she was, what, when her mom died, like, eight eight? or something like that? Yeah, so what nine-year-old knows how to put a flat sheet on a bed? I mean, the Mel fitted Monroe. sheet. The fitted sheet, not the flat Mel sheet. Mel Monroe, let's be real. Oh my gosh, but the fitted sheet is the worst thing on earth. I mean, I was making my bed when I was that young. I was making it, but I wasn't making it. Maybe that's how she started. It uh. wasn't very good. And it, it was just the thing that she could control, so she kept doing it. I guess. This is why she needs to go to therapy. Honestly, she's telling Bree to go to therapy. Mel, you need to go to therapy. Right? Or she's telling Jack to go to therapy. She also needs to go to therapy. Everyone should go to therapy in this town, except yes. maybe Nick. Nick, he's perfect. <laughs> Nick, you're my MVP, I think. <laughs> okay. <laughs> this is now a Nick from the B&B podcast. <laughs> we are Nick stands. <laughs> I stand Nick. Sorry, Joellen. Sorry. Actually, I stand them together. They're so cute. They are really cute. Um. All right. Well... Speaking of people in this town, I guess, uh, who should we talk about first? Should we just do Jack and Mel because they're the main part of this episode, mm-hmm. as per usual? As per the usual, yes. And everyone else is just kind of like yeah, there. So as you remember from the last episode, uh, Mel accidentally stopped the wedding of Joey and her new beau, Nate, from happening because she accidentally told Nate that Joey was having mixed feelings about the wedding, blah, blah, blah. They were literally getting married in a day after being engaged for, like, two days and knowing each other again for, like, four days. So, I mm-hmm. don't blame anyone. But I'm Mel feels Mel bad. For, I'm blaming Mel for meddling. Yes. Don't meddle, Mel. Because you think that you know better than everyone. True. But, thankfully, Jack did some convincing and Nate is going to talk to Mel in the morning for breakfast I think she was supposed to meet with Joey first, but then she meets with Nate even earlier to, like, be like, hey, so sorry. Or something. It's a whole thing. We don't know what happened. I don't really know. It gets dealt with and over really fast. Literally, like, two seconds. Yeah. So then when Mel meets with Nate, she's like, I'm sorry. I feel really terrible. And he's like, I know. And I just want to make sure that it's about honesty and being happy isn't a good thing if it's not about honesty 
and Mel wants to fix it, but she can't. But then later, she goes to talk to Joey, and... Apparently, they'd already talked. Yeah. Nate and Joey had already had, like, a whole conversation. And Joey's like, you're right. I needed to be honest, and we're going to work on that. But, yeah, we're literally still getting married today. (laughs) Talk about honesty. Yeah. So, yay. Wedding's back on. Woo. And Mel, being the most type A person on earth. Yep. Is throwing them a reception. Yay. She's still the maid of honor. Don't worry. But then she's like, you know what I'm going to do? Surprise wedding. Woo. Thanks, Mel, for doing that for your sister, who did not probably want that. Doesn't know any of these people. Didn't ask for it. Except for Brady from that time Brady flirted with her. And they definitely were going to hook up. Mm -hmm. But she was wasted. Yeah. So whole thing. Throwback to season one. And then we cut to like Mel calling everyone in town. This phone tree thing that we learn about really is fast to quote um what's her name lizzie the virgin river phone tree updates faster than twitter too good too good and then we learn that apparently hope knows what twitter is yeah hope says she knows how to tweet but chooses not to respect mm-hmm. uh, that was a funny moment that was a funny moment yeah so shout out to mel for knowing how to utilize this phone tree and you know how a phone tree works someone calls someone they call someone it's a whole thing and then everyone knows about this surprise wedding and they're all gonna go even though they do not know this woman i i guess that's virgin river for you so true they're so friendly too kind of in a scary way exactly if this weren't like a romantic suspense show it would be a thriller suspense show definitely because people are too friendly and we have seen people being murdered and bodies being hidden (laughs) and bodies being dropped from watchtowers looking at you bert (laughs) (laughs) although charlie's fine yeah we can get that part of the story done yeah you know what let's get into it so as we know from last time cam and doc had to hike all the way up the mountain or whatever your hand motions right now it was hiking it was the way you know you hike i wish other people could see that i wish they could. oh wait (laughs) anyways so remember doc had to leave to go find cell reception down i don't it's a whole thing it's a whole thing why don't you have a satellite phone is my question fair whatever so Dr. Cam and Bert are sitting around the fire while Charlie is practically dying. He is a corpse. He is not a real man. Oh, to quote Dr. Cam, I think he's going into shock. My favorite is when Charlie says, my leg hurts. <laughs> oh my no gosh. Duh. Uh, yeah, so thankfully, Doc and the other hiking people are there to save Charlie yay he's not gonna die today today or as we later learn ever at least because of this injury he's actually gonna make it woo but i'm still suspicious about it because you know who was there Mm -hmm. and he tells everyone to go ahead ahead of him Mm -hmm. yeah and also he like casually jokes hey at least you didn't land on your head Um, um why would you say that 
if not to have wanted him to land on his head because I'm still not convinced that Bert did not purposely, like I said in the last episode, make the floorboards vulnerable so that he would fall through. I agree. Mm -hmm. So yes, very suspicious of Bert letting everyone go without him. But then later on, they're talking, they're like, Bert made it home safe. Hmm. Hmm. How did he get home safe? Suspicious. And also, he put that fire out too fast for my liking. He really did. And it was so smoky. Um, smoke leads to more fire. That's not how that works. Um, okay. Call the fire. Call the ambulance. But not for me. <laughs> Anyways, I don't know. So, yeah. Charlie's all right. Yay. The people talk about how he's all right. Bert's home. We see Bert Yay. later, and he seems all right, I guess. Hmm. That's about it. Oh, but then we learned that Doc essentially hiked, what did Mel say, 17 miles? Something like that. And we're like, okay, Doc, also, we've unlocked a new favorite Doc. <gasps> yes. Scruffy Doc. He's so cute. He looks adorable. So adorable. Although him and Dr. Cam are both very tired. But then they're like, don't worry, Mel, you can go plan your secret ceremony for your sister we'll just take shifts yeah and just like kind of nap whenever which doesn't feel very safe no anyways let's jump back to mel since we were talking about her we just kind of got distracted and needed to get the charlie story over with real quick because that really didn't even need to be a two-parter no it was literally no right that's all we will say about that so then, as we know, Mel's trying to figure out that surprise wedding. She's inviting everyone. I already said all that. I know. Um, and then Mel goes into town to pick up a dress for Joey as a little surprise. She picks out a really pretty dress. It's so pretty. It's perfect for a second wedding. Mm-hmm. It's still white, but it's shorter. and It's, it's got a cool back. Yeah, it's more like casual. And also very glam, so mm. still very Joey. So Joey. And while Mel is at the dress store, she runs into Charmaine. And Ugh. she's like, oh I kind of forgot about her. Oh, yeah. She's really pregnant, finally. Like, Yeah, it is like, she looks like she has a basketball under her. It really does. Yeah. And she, Charmaine's like, oh, are you wedding? Oh, what's happening? She's like, no, I'm planning a surprise wedding for my sister who is in town. And Charmaine's like, OMG, that's exactly, sure, you can lie to me, but that's okay. Oh my god, she's being such a B. Honestly. Because you won't let me say the actual word. Well, we don't need to say the actual word. But she's being extra terrible. Yeah. She's like, you know what? You stealing Jack is the best thing that ever happened to me. And then she forgives Mel for what nothing for existing i guess and she's like i hope we'll be friends one day and you're basically gonna get married to jack i just know it rude Ugh. maybe Um, charmaine you should be focusing on how to co-parent and how to not be in a toxic relationship yeah my favorite part about that scene is mel literally rolls her eyes as soon as she exits that conversation Mm -hmm. Uh, my favorite part was how fast Charmaine got dressed when she was putting on that dress there. She 
was ready in like three seconds and i was like girl she goes in the changing room and then immediately walks out like how? who gets dressed that fast who gets undressed and then dressed she knows that how quickly. to quick change she's one of those quick change people that you see at like halftime shows at basketball games mm, or like in the theater yes exactly um so then after that awkward interaction mel goes back over to joey's place to give her the dress and then she surprises joey with her mom or their mom's earrings for her something blue borrowed and old oh and it's such a nice moment and then the dress is new obviously yes yes of course so that was really sweet of Pramel. she's like pushing aside her thoughts and feelings about this not being an ideal situation but she's like if this is what my sister wants i'm going to make sure that it's perfect mm-hmm. which i do like that about mel so once she gets past her firsthand thoughts about something she's like okay fine and does then put another person first but it takes her a while yeah to get there oh yeah she definitely is a thinks of herself and her thoughts first mm-hmm. type of person yes and while mel is doing all of this she calls jack well, first off, she wants to have a conversation again with Jack about his drinking. So it's time for... As he's literally trying to, like, leave. Yeah. It is time for Jack Drinks. The conversation. Ooh, finally. So first up, right before they go to bed, Mel wants to continue their conversation. But Jack's like, no, in the morning. And then... In the morning, Mel's like, okay, let's have that conversation about you drinking. And he's like, I'm literally about to leave to go look at a storage unit for my Airbnb Airstream situation. And she's like, but before you go, we're talking about this. Ugh, Mel. So she says that it's good to talk about it, but she's getting annoying. I'm annoyed with her mm-hmm. because she keeps bringing it up and he needs to be there to listen for this to actually come to fruition right and she brings it up in a very combative way she makes it about her right she's very like holier than thou in how she approaches this conversation Mm -hmm. and like almost as if she is better than him because she doesn't have a drinking problem and she thinks he does and therefore he needs to go get help but she doesn't do it in a way that's like, I love you. I support you. I want you to be better. She does it in a, you need to, you know, get your life together, like in a mean way. Yeah. She tells him that when he, he drinks because he's stressed, but then he's not being honest with himself and it just makes him work even harder. And that makes him want to drink. So she's coming up with the answer for him. Yeah. To just stop. And he says, well, if it bothers you that much, I'll stop drinking. And the look on her face immediately, she's so happy. She's like, oh, yes. Oh, wow. But then, then she's like, well, you need to stop for yourself, not for me. And then she says that it's alcohol abuse. Mel, why would you phrase it like that? Right. Like, that's such a weird way. Like, she's not wrong, but it's such a weird and, like, aggressive way to approach that conversation. Uh, yeah. And then she tells him that it's not a about being enough for him to do it for her she's like i want you to do it for you well he 
he doesn't really want to do right. it. And that's, so, I mean, granted, that is how sobriety works. So you have to get yeah. sober for yourself, not for other people. But, but she has to, like, he, knowing Jack, he needs to focus on Mel in order to do it. Because literally everything he does, he does for Mel. Mm-hmm. So, and for other people. Yeah. So I think knowing Jack's personality, she should be like, hey, we have a child on the way. Maybe you should stop for the child, for me. And mm-hmm. then we can work on doing it for you. Not do it for you, Jack. Right. Not like the way me. that she's approaching it is just going to build so much resentment exactly. in their relationship. Yeah. And then she asks him to hang out with Nate because he's going to be alone. If I were Nate, I would have wanted to stay alone. Right? I don't know. I don't know, but then they hang out and they have the weirdest, deepest conversation for two people that just met each other. Yeah. Uh, so Nate's, we learned he's a realtor. Cool. And then they get into the conversation. It's about like grief and death and travel. And like how they got into their careers and like how all, it was very weird. And then Nate's like, sorry, man, didn't mean to bring you down. Hey, let's toast to my wedding. And Jack's drinking water, so you can see that he is trying. But Nate's like, you can't toast with water. That's it's bad luck. Illegal. <laughs> and he orders a couple of shots because Whiskey, he can't obviously. drink alone on his wedding day, which I get. But I think if Jack really were wanting to try harder, he would have been like, no, no. I don't drink. I don't, yeah. There were so many things he could have said. Right. Instead, he just like awkwardly stared at it and then they cut away. So we don't know if he ever actually took the shot. 100% he did. Oh, guaranteed. That's why he disappears. Mm-hmm. Do you think he's going on a bender? Uh, we don't know because he basically then goes off the grid. So. Oh, because well, he also, when he's at that storage unit, oh, comes yeah. across like weird old family photos. And then that makes him like spiral. But yeah. we have no idea what any of that means. We don't. Poor Ricky was there at the storage unit to help him. And Jack immediately is like, after looking at two things, he's like, I got to go. I saw some pictures. I'm emotional. I need to get out of here. Hmm. Classic Jack maneuver. Yeah. And then he literally goes off the grid and no one can find him. And Mel is freaking out. Understandably. Yeah. And the cliffhanger of the episode, the cliffy, if you will. I will. (laughs) Preacher shows up and he also can't find Jack. Yeah, so the the cliffy is Jack's missing. He didn't show up at the wedding, and it's scary. So scary. So yeah, that's basically like the Mel and Jack stuff. Which is like 95% of the episode. Yeah, so now let's fill in the blanks. Let's start with Brie and Brady. Ooh. So my favorite part of this episode was when Brie is leaving and she tells Brady, if I stay here, I won't get anything done. Yeah, because we all know what that means. Steamy. That's my romantic moment because that's all there was. Oh, see, I did the wedding as mine. Oh, duh. (laughs) Um, So yeah, Brie is still working on the case and she hits up Mike about something. I don't care. Because she gets called by the... Bond's oh yeah the person that she befriended assistant and they're gonna figure out emerald lumber yeah because they got a, a license plate and a name of the person who 
paid for Brady to get out of jail. Mm, yes. Posted his bail. Yes. That's what it's called. That's the phrase. Yep. And that's basically where that ends. Law and order. Yep. Um, but then Brie is invited to the wedding and she invites Brady and Brady's like, no, I'm not going. I don't want to go. Our weddings aren't my thing. I don't want to see Jack. He's a toddler. That's Brady. But Brady's then, a toddler. guess who shows up? Brady. It's Brady. Oh, it was so sweet. And they dance at the wedding and it's so cute. We're going to save the whole wedding stuff for a little bit. Don't worry. And then, so that's them. They're, they're still in a good place for now until Brie finds out that he's still working for Emerald Lumber. Mm, awkward. Hmm. Let's talk about um, the nice thing, and then we'll get into the bad thing. Yeah. So the nice stuff is, one, Hope and Muriel are hanging out, building stuff for the memorial garden. And Hope calls Muriel out for being too nice to her. And Muriel's like, well, I read on the internet that I should be nice to you and not critique you. And Hope was like, no, I need you to be honest with me. And you was like, okay, good. I honestly think that that bench was not built correctly. And they did have behold, six extra screws, so. We're, hope, we learn. Hope is one of those people that builds without the directions. Too stressful, could not do. She seems the type, though. Oh, yeah. And I thought that was a cute moment, getting to see Hope acting more herself again. Mm-hmm. And hate uh, Muriel, but, like, yes. in a loving way. Yes, see, I... My, like, cute moment that I really liked that was fun was at the wedding when Lizzie and Ricky... I wasn't... I, we were getting into them. Oh, my gosh. I'm sorry. I just wasn't finished with the Hope stuff because we have to talk about the cutest moment of all. Okay. I just wrote, Hope and Doc are all guzzied up for the wedding. Ew, I hate that word, guzzied. Blech. And Hope looks beautiful, and Doc looks so handsome, and they're adorable. I love them. They're so cute. It was cute. She was wearing the dress that he bought her years ago. Even though she said it made her look like a leg of lamb. <laughs> it doesn't. She looks like she looks a lovely. million bucks. So yeah, Hope's doing all right. We like Ish. to see it. And then our favorite young people, our only young people. Honestly. Where is the other? I have a question. Wait. Or was this in the episode that I watched? I think. Oh, shoot. It's in the (laughs) next episode. I was about to bring something up that you haven't seen yet. Okay. I was about to bring up a child. Oh, no. Shh. Shh. You didn't hear anything from me. Okay. Tell us about our favorite star-crossed young lovers. Well, they're being very cute. Lizzie also looks lovely. I like her dress that she's wearing Hot. at the wedding. Um, but they just have like a cute little moment where Ricky is like, hey, I got my contract. I'm going to be leaving next week. Can I write? Like, I'm sorry, but like, I'm not going to have my phone or anything. Can I write to you while I'm gone? It was so cute. It was so cute. I really do think that those two, I think I told you this when we were watching it, that they're the types that like, they're not right for each other right now, mm-hmm. but like give them like 10 years. They're the type that will find the, find each other again, you know? Yeah, I agree. I think Ricky's going to go off to training. Basic. Basic. Boot camp. Training. Basic training, yep. And he's going to get swole. <laughs> he's going to get so buff. 
I really hope that actor actually goes out and gets buff. Because it would, it would maybe be good for him. But he probably wants to keep playing teens on TV. So respect the hustle. Mm-hmm. But yeah, he's going to get nice and swole. And Lizzie's going to be like, yeah, you're the one. Mm-hmm. He's going to go on his tour, shoot some things. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know how the Marines work. Look at people. What? What? I don't know. But yes, I agree. I think that they're meant to be, but it's just not right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, but they're going to be pen pals. It's going to be so cute. So cute. Speaking of Lizzie, she is working at the bar, as she does. and Now, apparently. <laughs> she's like, Preacher's like, hey, can you get something from behind the bar? And she's like, Preacher, there's a water. And he comes over... <laughs> And he go, looks at the water. Damn, I think we have a leak. Thank you, Captain Obvious. I wrote that in my notes. <laughs> All right? Like, no. Someone just spilled water right there. Right, as, like, water is coming out of this, like, tube. Oh, my gosh. Preacher. And that's my... That's almost as good as... That's heavy. Oh, my gosh. Preacher is something. He's, yeah. He just says what he thinks. <laughs> but... Hannah, our favorite side character, waitress, love her. She helps Preacher pick up, like, the little bar thingy. And Lizzie's like, you're freakishly strong. (laughs) Hannah's the best. We love Hannah. Love it. Respect Hannah. But what do they find? A bloody knife? (laughs) And it's, like, a huge knife. (laughs) What? How did they miss that? I don't know. And... Preacher's like, no, don't touch it, and calls Mike, like, right away, and then Mike comes over and is like, did anybody touch it? And they're like, no. No, it's a bloody knife. Like, that blood still looked fresh. It did not look dry. That was, like, fresh liquid blood. I just, how did the police miss that? And also, Jack was shot. How was the knife involved in Jack's shooting? I don't know, but... Mike is also being a little low-key sus. A hundred percent. In this moment, because he, like, you know, puts it all in the evidence, whatever. But he looks at Preacher and is like, don't tell Jack about this until we have more information. And it's just, like, weird. He's being a little too suspicious. Mm-hmm. And now it's time to open up Crime Watch. Crime Watch. Do we think Bert stabbed someone and stashed his knife there? Yep. I think so, too. Great. Solved it. (laughs) That's the only answer, obviously. Who was stabbed in town? I don't think anybody was. I don't... Unless... No, okay. No, I just had a a thought, a brilliant flash. Do you remember, just before Jack was shot, he was working behind the bar, or, like, he was back in the the kitchen, and he heard the sound, and he grabbed a knife (gasps) when he walked out. Remember that in his little like oh, that's flashback? Right. I just remember that as we were talking about Jack this. Jack stabbed and killed someone. Maybe he stabbed whoever shot him, and this is how they figure out who actually shot him. Um, it's Vince. Probably. Because we haven't seen him in a while. So both twins are now dead. Oh my god. That's Wait, no, because why- we saw him on the camera. Uh, remember? When like recently? 
when in like the first couple episodes when preacher hired his pi and that was like recent Mm. do you think there's triplets Ooh, maybe we have wes vince and that'd be very soap opera-y w x y z zach (laughs) wes vince and zach so yeah maybe the knife is from that though whoa you're so smart like i'm not even joking i did not put two and two together i don't know where that little holy cow that one brain cell really just activated right there oh my gosh you're in charge of crime watch from here out hopefully i'm right i think you're right i'm i don't know who it was though i don't know it clearly couldn't have been brady then that solves that mystery part seven right because he was never stabbed until Until he was was shipped Hmm. Who haven't we seen? It was Christopher. Oh my gosh. <laughs> no, it wasn't. He was kidnapped at the same time that Jack was mm-hmm. stabbed. Wait, no, those are different seasons. No, that was the same season. No, Jack was stabbed and then season three is when Christopher was abducted by his st- uncle. Oh. Everything blurs together here in Virgin kind River. Of because the time, once again, no, no, makes no sense. sense. Ooh. I don't know. I don't either. Oh my gosh, I... I did I just blow your you whole mind did. by remembering something? Maybe it was Bert that he stabbed because Bert's a big guy and he could mm. probably take a stabbing. Maybe. Hmm. But mm-hmm. he's also the kind of guy who remember. Oh, but oh, no, because he was afraid to go to the clinic when he smashed his hand. in. Oh, yeah. So he wouldn't have gone to the clinic for help if he was the one who was stabbed. Hmm. Maybe. Who else? Interesting. Who else? Could be Mike still. Could still be Mike. Could have been Mike, and he was just... He just covered it up really well. Yeah. Ooh. Ooh. We just really unlocked a whole new level of the crime board. Um, The knife is now my number one suspect. (laughs) The knife is your smoking gun? Yes. The knife's my red herring. The knife is meant to set us off of the trail of whoever did it. Honestly, it could be. Because that blood was too fresh. It's ketchup. Yeah. It's just someone cut their hamburger in half and got a lot of ketchup on it and then dropped it. Behind the thing. Yeah, it just slipped. Yeah, I just want to once again circle back to how did the police who searched this entire place not find the knife? That's where Mike comes into play. True. Because Mike, it's the knife that hurt Mike. Mm. Mike's knife. The knife of Mike. (laughs) That was so funny. I don't know. Knife of Mike. <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh, that was good. Crime Watch? Oh man, I don't even have any more words about Crime Watch. It's still open. This I case... think that was the wildest Crime Watch we've ever had. Oh my gosh. I still think Bert's in charge, but Mike is now up there. Yeah. Brady is once again off the board. Yeah, he's gone. Kind uh, of. But we, we haven't seen Calvin. <sighs> we only saw. No, wait. Did we see Calvin or was that Jimmy? We didn't see either one of them in this episode. Not this episode, but previously. We, Calvin. It was Calvin because Calvin went true. to... Calvin, it could have been Calvin. Yeah. <sighs> All right. We can't keep talking about this because yeah, we will keep going forever. Yeah. We will quite literally turn into a crime podcast. <laughs> yeah, we will. <laughs> <laughs> For fictional crime. Well, actually, you know what? Speaking of criminals, let's talk about Denny. He's doing some criminal, criminal, criminal activity like he's the actual criminal in this town 
because he's a white collar criminal and they're the worst kind because they think they can get away with it right because it's white crime i don't think that's what that means it means that it's harder to prove that they can do it it's highbrow yes it's that what white that show white collar yeah they would do like art Mm -hmm. thefts and like forgeries and stuff and that is essentially what denny is doing sort of so as we know denny does drugs illegally potentially lizzie finally told doc about the drugs that she found and then doc confronted denny about the medicine cabinet so people are now on to denny Mm -hmm. and that's why lizzie's like i'm gonna go with ricky goodbye forever and then denny looks under the bed because he needs one of Doc's waterproof jackets. And instead, well, and also finds tax documents for the clinic as well as Doc's own personal life. Mm-hmm. And then, Little weird that Doc keeps all of his tax information in a box under the bed, but that's also Doc He doesn't you. have a computer, so I won't question it. Yeah. And then we see Denny taking pictures of all of this information for some unknown reason perhaps crime yes crime because later we see him at the bank (gasps) and he's talking to some bank person i don't know what their jobs are called banker teller and they're not teller banker banker i guess and he wants to close some account that apparently has a fair amount of money in it and she addresses him as mr doc Mr. Mullins. Thank you. Um, but what was he closing the account or was he transferring all that money from one account into his account? They were account? transferring it and then closing it. Yeah. So he was transferring all of Doc's money into his own account. Maybe. We don't quite know for sure. Suspicious. So sus. Especially when she calls him Mr. Mullins. Mm-hmm. And that's when we don't see Denny anymore. But he's a mm-hmm. scammer. Scammer. Or something. He's a criminal, and I called it from the get-go not to trust him. You liked him in the first episode, don't lie. Well, shh. <laughs> all right. Well, now that all the crime is over with, let's go ahead and talk about the most exciting and fun part of this whole episode. The wedding. wedding. So it's the wedding. Mel has turned the BNB along with Joellen's help into a beautiful wedding place all in one day and mel's the maid of honor and she looks so nice minus her shoes they're a little weird and as she's walking down the aisle dr cam looks her up and down and earlier doc said there's a million reasons to love virgin river she better not be one of them Ooh. Ooh. and so she looks so nice and then we see joey walk down the aisle and she looks beautiful and it's such a beautiful ceremony, and Nick is officiating. Of course. And uh, who was it that asks? Was it Connie who asked? Or someone asked, is Nick ordained? Oh, yeah. And Joellen's <laughs> like, yes, from the World Wide Web. <laughs> oh, they're I so old. that was so cute. And yeah, so it's really, it's a good wedding, and they have their own vows, and they, it's short and sweet and yeah, to the short point and it's sweet and then they dance 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 they're dance, all having dance. fun they're slow dancing and that's when mel's like where's jack she's alone and everyone is dancing she keeps with calling him so all the couples are partnered up 
we see Hope and Doc, we see Lizzie and Ricky, Joe Ellen and Nick, and then Muriel and Dr. Cam. Ooh. I think they would work. Uh, Gross, but I think they could. (laughs) That's too much. That's too far. All right. You went too far. All right. Well, I think this was like one of the cutest moments of this whole season is seeing everyone come together and like actually having fun and it wasn't jumping around it was just all one big right and they were all just like hanging out everyone was excited to be there and it was just like cute and sweet and cheesy which is when i think this show is at its best i agree and then we learn that joey and nate are going to rome for their honeymoon and they hug and it's sweet and that's when mel calls jack and we already talked about that but yeah jack's missing it's sad Mm-hmm. where is he we don't know we don't know i guess technically you know because you've already watched the next episode but. yes but that was because i was bored <laughs> and there it is there oh and also doc caught denny snooping because he finds the leftover piece of paper i forgot about that part oh yeah on the bed mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but yeah that's the episode for the most part i think we got it all i think so there was a lot that actually happened in this episode right kept me on my tipsy toes i liked it yes all right so i do have one question for you though okay were there any boats <gasps> no no boats Ugh. sad so sad and now it's time for virgin river a crime of fashion there's a lot of fashion in this one there was some crime as always always but for the most part because it was a beautiful wedding everyone was nice and dressed up and i picked two of my favorite ish outfits that i was able to find on my favorite website um virginriverfashion.com that's not it that's not it but first off i would like to give a special shout out to mel's beautiful flare jeans that she was wearing shout out to mel for knowing what is on trend and on mm-hmm. style even in living in such a small town of virgin river she was wearing polo ralph lauren high-rise flare jeans Ooh. that's right mel even wears jeans that are expensive of course but she is tall and so she can really pull off that flare so shout out to mel for being stylish and cool with your flare jeans her shirt she wore with them weird but the jeans very cute yes and now two dresses from the wedding that we'll talk about other than joey's beautiful wedding dress which was my favorite outfit of this episode oh yeah 100 percent. was first off mel was wearing a dress from lulu's Ooh. so she can be a bit of a fiscal shopper when she needs to be interesting yes so if you want to wear this um dress um i'm sorry it's not in stock right now but uh, you can ask them for a restock. Just enter your size and email and join the wait list. And maybe you too can own the Amaya Sage Green Satin Button-Up Midi Dress. It was very cute. I thought it looked familiar. So I probably have seen it on that <laughs> website before. Probably. We like Lulu's. They're a good, affordable-ish, mm-hmm. elegant dress option. I will say this dress didn't really scream wedding guest, but... Mel probably was like, I don't have time to find something for me that fits well right now. 
Right, that covers the fact that I'm pregnant. Right, because only Doc and Jack know. Ooh, and Joey. Oh, yeah, and Joey. So, yeah. Which means Nate probably knows. So, Mel probably bought this dress for $150. Good job, Mel. Good for you. So, you know, she works with what she got. She would rather spend her money on Joey than herself. Now, I respect that. Did you find Joey's dress? No, it was too custom, probably. Sad. But I did find Lizzie's dress. Ooh, I love Lizzie's. Yes, Lizzie was wearing a really cute dress from Alice and Olivia, Mm. which is actually one of my favorite designers. Uh, I will never Mm -hmm. be able to afford anything by them, but I really like them because it's playful, girly, fun, and that's exactly what this dress is. It's that pretty blue floral pattern print and it has a nice v-neck it is the taylor floral jacquard mini dress Ooh! so originally you could buy it from Saks fifth avenue for 295 dollars but right now you can buy it for 117.99 Ooh! oh and the flowers are pansies cute yes it was perfect for lizzie had a crisscross back it's so cute and fun and flirty just like lizzie i don't know that was so aggressive the way you said that i'm practicing for qvc i guess i I guess so yeah that's gonna wrap up our fashion segment because those were all the outfits i could find that i thought were interesting enough to talk about like i said i do just need to once again make a commentary while mel's dress was cute her shoe choice (laughs) terrible that mel she doesn't know (laughs) how to wear a shoe they were just like, oh, I know that ballet flat, flat, <laughs> ballet flats are coming back in style, but I just didn't like them with that dress. It was just weird, and I didn't like those particular flats. Mm. I get it. I get it. I respect mm-hmm. your thoughts. Thank you. Well, shall we wrap it up? I think so. Overall, I actually really liked this episode. I wasn't sure when we started um if i was gonna like it but i really did it kind of it flew by really fast i liked that we had a lot more lighthearted moments like i said before that's when i think this show is at its best rather than when it's trying to make contrived drama uh so i really enjoyed it it was fun it was interesting i love a surprise wedding and you know i always love when joey shows up because it's always dramatic for absolutely no reason (laughs) um and on that note joey today it's going to be my MVP because she listened to her heart and she yes. had open and honest communication with her significant other and it worked out for them in the end. And I'm happy that she's happy. Yay. And as for my least important, valuable human person character, I need to start with some honorable mentions before I get into mine. All right. Because I think it's going to be pretty obvious once I do this. Uh, honorable mentions too. Charmaine for being annoying. She was there for about five seconds. But it was enough for me to remember why I don't like her. Jack, for being absent. <laughs> and also just not wanting to communicate. And just being Jack. And lastly, Mel, for being very pushy and self-righteous in this episode. And how she dealt As with Jack. As always. As always. <laughs> and so with all that in mind, I think it's pretty obvious who my least important person is going to be. And it's Denny. Denny! For committing crime. <laughs> and trying to steal Doc's identity. Um, yeah. Which we don't like. No, we don't. No, no, no. We love Doc too much for that. 
So I'm going to end with giving this episode a A minus. Nice. It's been a while since I've given out an A, but mm-hmm. I liked this better than the last episode. In the last episode, I gave a B plus. So yeah, yeah. By that logic, I have to give it an A minus. Yeah. But I think it was deserving of an A. Well, that is fun, 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 fun. My turn. I liked this episode a lot. It was great fun. I watched it twice, and it was great both times. I love a wedding. Even though the wedding was short, I'm glad we got to see it. I want to go to Rome. Someone marry me and take me to Rome, please. Thank you. Live your Lizzie McGuire fantasy. Hey, now. Hey, now. Let's see. Where was I going? I'm giving this episode an A, regular style. Ooh. Because I liked it. We saw a bloody knife. We got some crime. My boy, Bert. My other boy. Who's Barry? (laughs) No, Brady. My gosh, good old Brady. Did I just have? I don't even know what. Did your brain brain just completely stop? Did yes. So it had all my favorite criminals, minus like the ones I don't care about. I'm looking at you, Calvin. Um, Jack's being weird though, so that's why I didn't give it an A plus. Jack, stop going off the deep end. (laughs) Literally, we have like one of these every month. Come back. Um, so yeah, an A, my MVP was also Joey and Nate because they got married and they deserve it. Great job, you two. Have fun on your honeymoon. Bring me back some, I don't know, Rome stuff. Bring me some pizza, I guess. (laughs) And my least valuable person is obviously Denny. He's a criminal. I knew it from the beginning. Maybe play back the tapes. He's terrible, and he's stealing from his maybe grandfather, but I'm still not convinced they're related. They're not related. He just found a susceptible old man. That's what he's doing. He's a white-collar criminal, and we do not appreciate that. Go to jail. (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) All right, then. That's the episode. Wow. Yay, we did it. And that's what happened on Talk to Me. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. (laughs) Well... Just like Hope, we know how to use Twitter, so feel free to give us a follow at a Virgin River follow, Virgin at Virgin River Pod, and you can even send us an email to virginriverpod at gmail.com. If you use Spotify, you can sometimes leave us a voice message. No, that's not on Spotify. If you go to our website on Anchor, oh. that is where you can leave us a voice message. And please give us a nice review. We would really appreciate it. Yes. Reviews help other people find the show. Oh my gosh. Maybe we'll find more friends. Exactly. Well, this town somehow has a Twitter, but they prefer phone trees because the internet is slow, but the gossip Gossip is is best. best.